Welcome to Trib Talk. I'm Jennifer Napier Pierce with the Salt Lake Tribune. Sweat lodge ceremonies are said to provide inclusion and spiritual care to those who attend, and federal law requires veteran facilities to provide military vets a designated area to perform these rituals. Recently, however, some staffing changes at the VA hospital in Salt Lake City put into question who would lead the local ceremonies and how often the sweats would be performed. And today on Trip Talk, we're discussing the controversy and the rights of veterans to practice their religion. Joining me on the Google Hangout today is Corey Navarro. He's a U.S. Army veteran, a Chiricahua Apache who lives in West Jordan, and he's joining me here in the Tribune newsroom. Corey, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Also with us in the newsroom, another veteran, Cal Bench, who's been attending Sweat Lodge ceremonies since 2005. Cal, welcome. Thank you. And Salt Lake Tribune military reporter Nate Carlisle is also with us. He wrote a story over the weekend about the controversy. He's joining us from his home in Salt Lake City. Nate, welcome back. Thank you, Jennifer. We did invite the Veterans Administration, the VA hospital, to join this discussion, but they declined. So we'll have to rely on Nate's good reporting. But you can join our conversation today. If you've participated in a sweat lodge ceremony, how, how does the ritual affect you? Why do you do it? Send your thoughts to the hashtag TribTalk on Twitter and Google+. You can put them in the comment section of our page at sltrib.com, or you can send us a text to this number, 801 609 80598059 again that's uh, 801609 for your texts uh, Corey, I'll start with you uh, describe for those who haven't been to one describe the physical space of the sweat lodge and, and briefly just what happens inside during a ceremony uh, the sweat lodge ceremony or as we call it the nipi ceremony is a physical and mental purification ceremony um, it both works on your mind and your body uh, in an easy roundabout way. It cleans you up, um, helps you center yourself, ground yourself, um, and come to whatever kind of understanding that you can come to uh, during the ceremony while it takes place. Hmm. Uh, Cal, can you elaborate? Uh, you, you go into uh, this enclosed area. How big is it? Oh my gosh, I, I think the uh, diameter is about 15 to 18 feet and it's a circular structure. Uh, sometimes we have 12 people in there, sometimes we have 25. So it, uh, yeah, it's, it's comfortable in there. So uh, this cozy space, and um, uh, I, I understand there's a fire in the midst. No, uh, the no, the fire is outside. We use the fire to heat the uh, grandfathers. They're called the uh, stones that we use inside. Once they're heated and glowing hot, uh, we bring them into the lodge. And, and put water on it, and that creates steam, which creates this warm environment. Uh, and yes. Cal, uh, the, the, the ceremony is not just for those who belong to a Native American tribe. A lot of non-Native veterans, like yourself, also attend. Why? Yes. yes. Uh, well, it's a lot of veterans have, have problems, especially uh, combat veterans have problems as they relate to uh, spirituality and, and their 
religious uh, beliefs before they entered the service. Mm -hmm. I know that was the case with me, and uh, so I was kind of a lost soul. <laughs> uh, when I went into that uh, ceremony, and I found the, the spiritual side of myself that I'd forgotten was was even there at any time. Hmm. And I assume that's the same experience. What what drew you to the sweat lodge, Corey? Was that um, that missing spiritual piece? Uh, I was actually uh, talking to one of the counselors up there, and um, he told me about the sweat lodge ceremony. Explained to me what it was. I told him that I was native, and he told me that I should get my butt over there and sweat mm -hmm. that night. Um, it has brought a great deal of understanding and uh, peace to my life. Um, not only has it helped me, but it's helped my family, helped me as a father, helped me as a human being to become a, uh, a better spiritual being um, in this way of life that we live. Mm. Uh, now, there was some controversy recently about the sweat lodge at the VA hospital in Salt Lake City. And Nate Carlisle, I understand um, the longtime leader of the sweats uh, quit rather ab abruptly. What happened? Well, uh, at the moment, we only have Arnold's side of it. Uh, but I'll tell you what Arnold has said. He has said that. And he Arnold, Arnold Thomas is the I'm man sorry. we're talking Yes. Yes, I beg your pardon. Arnold Thomas has been leading the sweats at the VA since, I think. I think 2004, I don't have the number in front of me, but, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, part, thank you, um, and he's uh, uh, been eating sweats uh, almost weekly, and uh, he, a few years ago, was moved under the auspices of the uh, chaplain program at the Salt Lake City VA, and uh, he feels that's where some religious discrimination began. Uh, he doesn't feel that uh, Native American ceremonies and beliefs have been given parity with uh, other religious denominations at the VA. And uh, recently, he says the VA reviewed the sweat lodge program, uh, proposed some changes that Arnold felt was uh, discriminatory, and Arnold resigned in protest. Uh, among the changes, whoa, whoa. Arnold says... He resigned under duress, not in protest, okay. sir. All right. Under I beg duress. Your, under I, duress. I, I beg your pardon, Corey. Okay. okay. Under duress. Um, among the changes Arnold says were being proposed was uh, to reduce the number of sweats down to, uh, I, I think it was like 18 a year they wanted to do, uh, and uh, replace uh, the rest of the week with talking circles. Um, uh, now, the VA has says that's not what occurred, that they were discussing uh, the, the sweat lodge program and uh, basically asked in passing if we they need to continue as many sweats as they've had every, every year. And when the answer came back yes, they said okay. Um, the VA also says that uh, multiple people asked Arnold not to quit, and Arnold did anyway. And the VA says, actually, they've kind of framed it as though perhaps this is a labor dispute. Uh, be between Arnold huh. Thomas and the VA. Now, again, this is what the VA has, has said. Uh, I know I see Corey sh shaking his head. I, I know there's another version of this event. Uh, I'm just telling you what the VA has, has said about the matter. This is all pending. Meanwhile, Arnold is still leading sweats at the VA, but uh, he says he's been told that the actual contract to lead sweats on a regular basis is going to be put out to bid 
Last time I checked, I haven't seen any such uh, notice uh, or request for proposals on the, the federal websites that would typically have such. Hmm. Speaking with Nate Carlisle of the Salt Lake Tribune, also with us veterans Cal Bench and Corey Navarro, and we're talking about sweat lodge ceremonies and the value that some veterans find in the ritual. Uh, we are talking about the, the, the personnel and some of the changes going on at the VA hospital in Salt Lake City. And you, of course, are welcome to join our conversation. Send your thoughts to the hashtag TribTalk on Twitter and Google+. You can put them in the comments section at sltrib.com. Or you can text us to this number, 801-609-8059. Uh, so, uh, Corey, you, uh, what's your version of events? Obviously, um, you don't think that the VA is treating this um, fairly. You don't believe it's simply a personnel issue? No, not at all whatsoever. Um, in a previous uh, meeting with Arnold Thomas and Bruce Clapham, he stated not once but twice that there will be no parity between his religion and our religion. Um, there will be no equality. That's And his and who, supervisor... Who's, sorry, who's the gentleman you're quoting? This is Bruce Clapham. The chief of chaplains, uh, Catholic priest at the VA. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, he stated this two times. While in the meeting, there was uh, his supervisor and a supervisor's assistant. Um, clearly, this should have been brought up under the uh, the VA employee no fear policy, the EEO Diversity and um, Inclusion Act that was enacted by General Shinseki in March of 2012 and nothing was brought up about this at all whatsoever and it's disturbing to me that somebody could make that kind of a comment and continue on and this is where the frustration has started and continued to build with not being treated equally um, we have every right to conduct our ceremonies as we see fit um, as is outlined in the American Indian Freedom of Religion Act of 1978 um, and it specifically states in there that there will be no interference by government agencies while we conduct our ceremonies. I could read it verbatim for you if you'd like. I have it with me, but um, we are being discriminated against. There's the issue of parity is what we're after um, to be recognized and to not have our rights stomped on. Uh, myself, Cal, many of the other vets that are up there, we fought. We have fought and bled for these rights, and now we have to fight again. It just doesn't seem right. Corey, you held a fast in uh, the sweat lodge. I, I believe it was last month. I mean, what was that the message you were trying to convey? That, uh, look, this is our religious belief. We should be able to practice it when and how we choose? No, the fasting ceremony is an ancient ceremony. Um, it's not only used in our faith tradition, but many other faith traditions use it as well. Um, my fast was not in protest. It was done, like I said, with a good heart and a good mind. In um, fast is prayer, a lots of prayer. Um, and those prayers were to let that sweat lodge, to let that inipi continue to help with some of the discrimination that's going on so that we can move forward instead of moving backwards. This has been an ongoing thing for I don't know how many hundreds of years. We should be stepping forward. This is 2014. This isn't 1890. Um, hmm. And even at that, 
Native Americans were not given their rights to practice their traditional ceremonies until 1978 when that law was enacted. Um, so, yeah. Nate, the uh, the, the federal law says that you know Native Americans obviously can practice their ceremonies within uh, the the veterans hospitals, but are there some guidelines that require um, you know people just sets up some procedures on how the hospital actually administers those guidelines, such as you know who can be a sweat lodge leader, how often um, was is that within the purview of the VA? Um, yes and no. I mean that. Uh, as far as like how often ceremonies occur, uh, the, the VA is supposed to make uh, reasonable accommodations. Um, uh, for example, the, the, the healing grounds where the sweat lodge sits at the Salt Lake City VA, my understanding is it's, it's never locked. It's always open. People can go there any time they want. Um, now as far as who officiates the sweats, um, the VA has tried to make sure those are uh, people uh, looking for the term here. Members of registered tribes, I think the terminology is, recognized tribes. Um, not, you know, not just anybody can walk in off the street and be able to lead a sweat. Um, uh, they want someone that really for Native Americans approve of to, to lead these sweats. Um, and uh, that's really about it uh, as far as what accommodations the VA is, uh, I should say, re restrictions the VA puts on the ceremony. Mm -hmm. and, and is, in terms of Ar Arnold Thomas, is he, uh, he, he obviously was certified or, you know, authorized to do the sweats. Um, can you talk a little bit more about his experience and, and what he brought to the table, Nate? Sure. Well, yeah, I can. I think Corey and Cal are, are probably better at that. Uh, they spend a lot more time with him. I, I can tell you that uh, Arnold has all the requisite uh, certifications or approvals from from tribes. Um, he's uh, he led ceremonies long before he got to uh, the VA in Salt Lake City. Uh, there's not really a question there about whether. Arnold is, is qualified. He also has a master's degree in social work, um, which kind of gives him a, a unique insight into working with veterans, particularly Native American veterans, I assume. Well, Cal, but, I mean, yeah. obviously, um, since Arnold Thomas has a wealth of experience and knowledge, you are drawn to him, but the dispute really isn't about him, I understand. No, the dispute isn't about Arnold. However, we we do want things, the veterans, all of us, uh, as one, want things to continue as they were, uh, and that would include Donald. But the, that was never a dispute. The dispute was over the, the control the chaplain's office tries to exert over the the uh, ceremonies and it's just I, we don't see the necessity in that some time ago about six years ago we went from two a month to one every week that better serves the inpatients that are there because most of them are only there for 30 days or less 
it better gives them an opportunity to participate as well as the rest of us who uh, do benefit from these ceremonies we have an opportunity to uh, rejuvenate and spread the word and be helpful to the newer veterans and was that a point of contention as well that um, uh, there the VA was exploring whether or not to restrict this just to people who were staying at the hospital, the inpatient population, not allowing those who participate in ongoing treatments or use the VA as uh, an ongoing outpatient support. Um, Corey? Yes, that was one of the issues as well as reducing the number of ceremonies. Um, I'd just like to add that nobody dictates how many masses are ran a day or other religious services or a week so why are we coming under fire for having one a week um, they've made the argument about having a fire the fire because of the air quality well argument to that is how many churches and buildings um, of religious religious beliefs are being heated up right now as we speak where there's nobody at um, attributing to the air quality um, and we have one fire a week one one fire a week is not going to be a problem so right now we are working with the Indian walk-in center and uh, trying to obtain a permit so that we can have a ceremonial fire for our for our ceremony on I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to reintroduce you. We're speaking with two veterans who, who find a lot of value in the sweat lodge ceremonies that are performed at the VA hospital in Salt Lake City. Cal Bench and Corey Navarro are with us. Also with us, uh, Salt Lake Tribune military reporter Nate Carlisle. And again, if you want to join us, you can send your tweets to the hashtag TribTalk on Twitter and Google+. You can put them in our comment section at sltrib.com or you can text us at 801-609-8059. Um, this is from Twitter. Shella Stovall writes, didn't the article state that the parties reached an agreement? Uh, is the dispute resolved at this point? Um, Corey Navarro? No, I don't think the dispute's resolved at all whatsoever. You still have Bruce Clapham in there who has outright made the statement that there will be no parity. Now that's the chief of chaplains and who everyone falls under and Shella Stovall was the one, the director that was in there in that meeting when he stated there will be no parity. So that's an interesting um, comment to come from her. Hmm. Cal Bench, uh, where, where do things stand from your viewpoint? No, I think uh, certain things were agreed upon when uh, Corey was fasting. I think uh, for the most part those things have been uh, accomplished. But other than that, nothing has changed. The discrimination still exists. Mm. The, uh, we do have support for the firewood issue, which was a big issue with the chief of, chief of chaplains. Uh, since then, Mr. Young has agreed to provide the firewood for a weekly ceremony, so that's no, no longer a problem. But I also wanted to mention that uh, that's why lodge, and I hesitate to call it a sweat lodge. It's really a healing place. Uh, 
a lot of people refer to it as a sweat lodge or a sweat ceremony, but you go there for pure purification and healing. And that healing would be of a mind, body, and spirit. And that's what we seek, and that's what we find there. Also, our families are invited into that ceremony. If we have a family member that needs help or simply wants to join us to support us, that's always been the case also. Mm. So it's, uh, I, just, I wanted to add one thing really quickly. Sure. From Shella Stovall. It was her duty and responsibility to take that comment that was made, or the comments that were made in that meeting, to up the chain of command, which she did not, which is where we're at right now. Jennifer, can I Nate, jump in here for a second? Mm -hmm. um, first, uh, uh, I think we should tell people, Corey, who more about who Shella Stovall is, if this comment or question did indeed come from her. She's one of the administrators at the VA. Uh, uh, okay. Correct, Corey? Is that right? She is, the, okay. to my knowledge, the director of the chaplains. Okay. I couldn't remember her exact title, but I, I, I know at one point I specifically asked to speak with her and was told no, she would not speak with me. And uh, as Jennifer pointed out, uh, we invited the VA, and uh, they said they weren't attending. Uh, and I, I guess I can't swear that this comment actually came from Shella Stovall, but if it did, that would it would seem to think at least they're trying to make a point. Um, and I mean, also, is that the message that you should... got when you talked to to VA officials, Nate, with it that they felt like this case was closed, with they're moving on? They. Uh, they definitely wanted to move on. <laughs> they weren't eager to discuss it. Um, but I, I wouldn't say they said it was, was closed, no. Um, uh, I, I do want to say something about the agreement to which this, this refers. And this isn't meant to contradict what Corey or Cal just said, but there was a, a written agreement that, among um, other things, said there would be weekly sweats, that whoever does lead the sweats would be uh, a recognized member of a tribe. and. And I'll turn to Corey and Cal to refresh my memory about what else the agreement said. Um, I've actually Corey? got it right here with oh, me. Okay. If you'd like. Do you want me to read it really quickly? Um, um, hit sure. the highlights anyway. Yeah, highlight. hit the highlights. Okay. Uh, perform sweat lodge ceremonies on a weekly basis. Provide sufficient wood for weekly ceremonies. Uh, supply ceremonial materials as may be needed from time to time, which is very light. We don't ask for much. Um, set aside space for ceremonial ground. We have that already. Um, provide up to three talking circles per week as need may dictate. Um, like we were just talking about, secure a uh, qualified and recognized tra traditional ceremonial leader who is of a recognized tribal nation to conduct ceremonies. And then the issue about the air quality. Um, and this is the agreement that we came to. Um, but this agreement that we came to is, is good and I don't like I said, this wasn't done in a protest. Um, it might seem as such because we were asking for some things, but um, we're just asking for our rights. It falls under our First Amendment right, which we're being, like I, I can't reiterate enough, that we're being discriminated against. And this just this is not just a Native American issue. This We have Natives, Caucasians, African Americans, Hispanics, everybody that attends this sweat lodge or this Anipi ceremony. And um, this is a this is a issue of your rights, our rights. 
So if if you were able to reach an agreement, though, and and they met all of the requirements uh, that you put forth, um, what more do you want? Well, I can't outright ask them to dismiss uh, Bruce Clapham, which I would like to do, but I know that's an unrealistic expectation. Uh, they have to do an investigation, and everything else needs to go into it which could have been taken care of long ago if the right steps would have been taken under that no fear policy that I was telling you about uh, that General Shinseki put forth in uh, 2012. Um, and if the proper steps would have been taken, I think we could have avoided this altogether and we could have moved on and things would have been better. Hmm. Um, I, I want to get to just a couple of comments. Um, that appeared on Nate's story, which appeared over the weekend. Um, somebody wrote in named uh, Task Force 78. Arnold Thomas has tried to volunteer his time, especially when it came to, to help in the VA. He was instructed by the VA that he cannot volunteer his time in these areas and must be compensated for his time. It's VA policy. He is there for the veterans, both native and non-native. Um, uh, this was a, a woman, Rosalie Dixon, who said she was uh, offended that there was a picture of the sweat lodge, uh, which she believed was a sacred space in our story. Um, she wrote, uh, there should be no contracts, background checks, higher advancement, or anything not within our belief. I understand there are rules and policy of all that's done on government properties. Um, if these things are done or are required to be done and are not within our belief, stop it or move the sacred ceremony off of the property. Um, is that something that you've thought about? Uh, Corey, you mentioned that you've reached out to the Indian Walk-In Center for uh, another place where people can um, have these ceremonies. Um, is the VA still a, a welcome site for what you're trying to accomplish there? Yeah, the VA is still a welcome site. We're still being able to conduct our ceremonies, um, but I see further issues down the road with like I, it just keeps going right on back to the chief of chaplains. This is where the problem has started, and it needs to end with him. Cal, uh, anything to add? Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, the Indian Walk-In Center and other places, there are, are several, uh, well, quite a few areas where they conduct sweat lodges in the uh, Salt Lake Valley. However, most of them are closed to anyone except native people and uh, you know that lets people like me out mm. one of the reasons they didn't want uh, outpatients to attend the sweat lodge at the VA grounds was they thought we should move on and find our, meet our own spiritual needs outside of the VA purview and uh, it's not as easy for a white man to find a different place to, to attend that sort of ceremony as they may think. Hmm. Uh, I oh. think there is a resentment from, uh, from the other religious uh, leaders that some of us don't want to return to organized religion, whatever that religion may be. and. Uh, and that's the way it uh, comes across to me, is, is just contempt. 
We've all. Uh, oh, I had two uh, questions. Corey, very, very quickly, yeah. Really quickly, I had two questions. One for uh, Nate, who wrote the article. Um, in the article, it states that uh, Mr. Steve Young was in contact with elders during the fast. Um, and I was just curious as to what elders, because we would really like to know who they are. Um, as well as the other question we have is who is directing this chaplain, this chaplain Clapham? I mean, the hierarchy system within the Catholic Church I'm not very familiar with, but who is directing this man into the way that he is doing this is some of the questions that we have that we would like to know. Mm. Nate? Okay. Uh, I, I can't ask, oh, sorry, I cannot answer who is directing Clapham. Right, right, right. I, I, doubt it was, I doubt it was anyone with the Catholic Church. This is probably a, a VA matter. Uh, as for the elders, um, the VA told me that uh, they were in contact throughout your, your fast, Corey, and uh, I had, I, I guess I didn't realize that was in dispute. Uh, I thought you said that uh, Steve Young as well had been talking with your, uh, uh, your fellow veterans throughout the weekend. I, uh, I'm surprised to hear that that fact is in dispute. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you uh, well, about it. Uh, Steve but Young did yeah. come down until to me. Monday. Yeah, until Monday. Okay. That's when he first came down. But it said in the article that he was in contact with elders. Uh, that we, yeah, we were just curious to know what elders okay. he was in contact with and what elders would be dictating our ceremonies down here from somewhere else, if that makes any sense to you okay. at all. And I'm not trying yeah, to... That I'm not trying to call you out or anything like that, my friend. I'm just asking, you know, where where that came All from. All right, it, I, it's, uh, it's a reasonable question, and uh, I I will among the other long list of questions I have to the VA about this, I will try to get more to the bottom of that one. Hmm. Uh, we've only got a, a minute left or so. I, I just wanted to read this text. Um, and maybe you, um, Corey and Cal, can verify this account. Uh, the VA police officers refused to let Native veterans start their ceremonial fire and had the sacred items locked when we were attempting to begin the ceremony on January 31st. Around 10 to 15 VA police officers were surrounding the healing ground. They were attempting to scare us off. They took and ran the ID of Corey Navarro's wife. Uh, they told her she wasn't allowed to be on the VA grounds, but that they would make an exception. Um, does that reflect uh, your recollection of that encounter, Corey? Yes, ma'am. That is very accurate, and that is the truth. And they were hassling her the most because she was putting up this sign right here that just says that you are any interference with the ceremony is a direct... Um, is against the law because you're breaking the American Indian Freedom of Religion Act of 1978. That's all she was doing was putting these around, and uh, they went absolutely aggro on her for it. Um, and then it just went from there. Hmm. Uh, just very briefly, can you each tell me what how this is going to resolve itself? Uh, you you obviously both want to see the VA continue this program. Um, you feel like you've come to terms on some of it, but at the end of the day, when will this be completely resolved in your mind? Uh, Cal, I'll start with you. Well, for me personally, it wouldn't be completely resolved until Arnold was returned, even though that was never one of our conditions. However, Arnold is key to that sweat, to that ceremony, and to everyone that attends it. Uh, 
and I think he's key to the future veterans that may come there too. Uh, most other things are being handled now. The wood situation is being handled. Uh, most of the other problems are going along all right, although I'm sure the we've not been dealing with the chief of chaplains. We've been dealing with Miss Stovall as far as our wood needs and other things like that. But uh, so far there is there's been no problems and I don't anticipate. However, we would like to get Arnold back. I cannot stress that enough. He's gained our trust. Uh, he trusts us. He's not only a, a spiritual leader to me, he's a close friend and, and I can say that for quite a few other veterans. Mm. Uh, Corey he offers so much. Uh, Corey, very briefly again, how, how do you see this resolving itself? Um, I hope it resolves itself in a good way. Um, I hope this investigation that they're doing is done in a proper way and that those are held accountable or held or those that need to be held accountable are held accountable. Um, we just another way this will resolve itself is the VA will recognize us as our own religion there, as our own way of life because as of right now they don't recognize us as such through the chaplaincy program there. Um, Arnold Thomas is recognized by two other national chaplain, progr or chaplain programs but not by the VA yet so we're hoping to get him back and or have him there. The VA can make him the sole source. They can do that right now but they're choosing not to. So this is in the VA's hands. Hmm. Uh, Corey Navarro, Cal Bench, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you, gentlemen, very much for your time. Thank, Thank you, Jennifer. And Nate Carlisle, this is something you'll continue to follow. Uh, Sully Tribune military reporter Nate Carlisle, thanks to you as well. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, gentlemen. And thanks. you can find a lot more military coverage on our website, sltrib.com. I'm Jennifer Napier Pierce with the Salt Lake Tribune. Thanks for tuning into Trib Talk today. We'll see you next time. <laughs>